putting together Ikea furniture for four days. Yo, and welcome to Hijinks, the place where we jump twice and measure once. I am Joe, one of three people involved in today's particular show. Joined today by Ezra and Curtis. The Eagles and Bills establish their dominance with big wins over the Patriots and Titans. The Vikings keep their groove going by defeating Wonder Kid Mike White and the Jets. The Lions looking frisky with a 40-14 to win over the Jaguars. The Broncos blow it again in their loss to the Ravens. The Texans lose to the Browns, but Watson looks terrible in his return. The Commanders still cannot lose, except they can tie 20-20, to evened up with the Giants. 6-1-1 one one in their last eight games, though. The Bengals win their third straight against Kansas City in the year 2022, all by three points. The Cowboys embarrass the Colts on Sunday Night Football, and the 49ers dismantle the Miami Dolphins with Mr. Irrelevant as a starting QB. Ezra, what's your biggest takeaway from this week? You know, I'm going to go with that Cincy game. Um, I really feel like, one, they're on a four-game winning streak. They've shown up. They're doing a lot of different things than they've done in years past. You know, they, they've won three games without Chase. Chase comes back. They win another one. Um, that was a big game. That was a really big game. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, that game was a really fun game to watch. You know, Joe Saisi comes out and just throws it down. That was my biggest takeaway. Uh, also that and the, that the Bengals looked better. The Bengals looked better. I mean, that's yeah. that's what was interesting about it. I mean, the, the Chiefs looked good, but I didn't feel like it was fluky. I, I feel like the, the Bengals were, were slightly better. They were a better. They were a better team. They really were a better team in that game. I do call out. I do want to call out the Commanders and Giants tie. The line at open at kick was forty point five, and it was a twenty twenty tie. Okay, Uh, in overtime, in overtime, a scoreless (laughs) in overtime. overtime. Can you imagine the number of people that were rooting for a field goal on one side or the other at some anything, any scoring whatsoever in overtime, and your ticket cashes. So you're saying Vegas knows what they're doing? Uh, <laughs> Wait, that a old cliche. It always amazes me that they know what they're doing. Uh, but Curtis, you were going to say something about the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow is becoming one of my favorite players in the NFL. He, it's he's so much fun to watch. He's he's just got so much swagger and skill and uh, undoubted leader on that team, and just completely fearless against you know Patrick Mahomes and those boys and. Um, the dude, the dude is the epitome of everything that uh, a superstar, young superstar quarterback should be. And, and he's definitely on, uh, winning me over. He's relentless. I mean, I just feel like he keeps coming, keeps coming. Mahomes has that coolness to him. That's suave. He's like, all right, cool. 12 seconds. Sounds good. No problem. I'm Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow is a little bit more like bulldog-esque. He's going to hate that Georgia reference, but uh, you know, he's a little more bulldoggy. Uh, you know, like he just kind of like has to keep coming, keeps coming, has the ACL injury. Doesn't matter. He's the same exact guy. So I, they're impressive. I mean, they're basically doing what they did last year right now. So maybe we shouldn't be so surprised. They did start slow, but maybe that offensive line, kind of getting it together after a little yeah no they are they do seem so he was only pressured twice sacked once in that game yeah unacceptable if you're the chiefs just yeah so hey joe we got to kick you man what about philly uh so i think philly's dominance over tennessee was a big storyline i mean they literally got the uh titans gm fired (laughs) aj brown revenge game (laughs) got the titans gm fired 
I think it was the back-to-back 40-yard touchdowns. The first one, he barely stepped out of bounds, so they just did it again. Back-to-back 40-yard touchdowns, I think, was the uh, you know the dagger in the yeah, heart. The you, owners think, watching the game, like, that, we traded you, this guy? Do you think that text message came in during the game? <laughs> it was like no. right after that 40-yard, it's over. <laughs> no, uh, you'll know what happened, right? It, you know, you can, you're there. You're in the owner's suite. The owner right. turns and looks, and looks at this at guy it. and goes, man. I wish we had a wide receiver like AJ Brown on oh. our team. No, Wink. but here's where it gets better, though, right? He didn't know that they had traded. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> the owner's like, wait, AJ Brown's not on our team? <laughs> he did he didn't know till this weekend. Is that what yeah. you're going with? <laughs> he didn't he did not know because it's, uh, it's a new owner as soon as he found out this weekend that aj brown got traded he was like that guy's fired he's like what do we get a first round pick and the and a third round pick no yeah, no, no. Uh, they, i mean i've just never seen that i mean how could it not be related he gets fired the I mean, the titans are good this year they're like seven and five they're, they're not they're not like a bad team uh so that was that well, was so Philly's did, but did you see the handshake uh, like that um Tannehill and and AJ had after the game? Ooh. No, Ooh. so like Tannehill came up, he's like, Man, why you gotta do us like that? And he said, You know, I gotta do something. He he <laughs> definitely had this game is like the proverbial circled on the calendar. AJ Brown talked about it. He's oh, like, yeah. yeah. But he's like, he, he wasn't like, no, it's just a regular game. He's like, Yes, I want to go against my former team. I don't want to annihilate yeah. them. I want to show them they were stupid. Yeah. I, I, I do AJ remember. Brown says he wants to marry you. AJ Brown's like, I want to marry you. I'll, I want to be a Titan for life. And you're like, nah, that's cool. You're 25. We think you're, you know, not. I do weird. remember during the draft when they took Burke that his pro comp was AJ Brown, which is no, no question hilarious to yeah. me. And honestly, he's looking pretty good too. He got knocked out of the game, unfortunately. Uh, but sure. my biggest takeaway isn't the Eagles. I want to think that Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, this is the storyline of this week i mean the niners are contenders they look so fierce on defense right now i would i that's as an eagles fan that's the team i'm the most scared to see right now except jimmy g was playing great brock purdy looks good but i mean that's not exactly like like bailey zappy looked really good too it's not like the patriots stuck with him mac jones nothing great there but you know i'm just saying bailey zappy looks great brock purdy looked really good he looked prepared i think san francisco coaching staff is elite that's one big takeaway from this weekend. They definitely had Purdy prepared. But to me, it's like they are contenders, but it the star just got a lot dimmer overnight. You still have CMC and Debo. I don't think you can get around that. Yeah, but I, I do not like Brock Purdy, man. That was he he didn't he he looked adequate he looked like a guy who was you know the definition of a definition of a bus driver in there to beat Miami which is hey I'm not taking any spotlight away from him way to go but when when teams get a week to prepare for Brock Purdy this is not a a hard puzzle to solve um he has extremely limited arm talent I think he was like a four-year starter at Iowa State um, you know, so he has a little clout, uh, you know, a little experience and, and can uh, run a huddle and and do the mechanics of it. But it's just the actual physical tools that that that's why he hey, was Mr. Forget, Irrelevant. Don't forget his brother, Chubba, is coming right behind him. Chubba Purdy? Chubba Purdy. Wow. Poor kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the kind of name you want to get both on the back of your jersey. Dude. Yeah. No, I want both. They're like, no, it's most people just do the last name. I want both. My name is Chubba Purdy. Give, Chubba give Purdy. me both. I, you know, let's shout this from mountaintops. Well, so that's the thing, though. I don't, to Joe's point, I don't think the Niners need anything more than somebody that can hand the ball off and throw the ball five but years. But it's just unequivocally bad news, right? I don't think there's any way Purdy's yeah. better than Jimmy G has been this year. Well, all you need how to much, know how much about- worse is he? How much worse is he? He's way worse. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll find way out. Infinitely yeah. worse. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. How, I'll tell you how bad he is, Ezra. <laughs> there were a million San Francisco fans rooting for Baker Mayfield to drop to them in the in, in the <laughs> That's the how bad Brock Purdy is. Uh, that, that's uh, that's the most compelling argument I've heard so far. That Niners fans were so uh, you know bemused by Purdy that they wanted Baker Mayfield to be signed. Yeah. Do you think the Rams did that just to spike the Niners, or or they? Sure. It, it may have been. They may have yeah. had the yeah, does, Okay, let me ask you this. How does Mayfield start a game for the Rams this year? Stafford's yes. out for the year. Stafford's out for the year. Yes. Does Mayfield yes. play, play yes. start a game? Yeah. Start a game. Yes. You think yes? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't think he's any good, but he will start a game. Yeah. Right, well, one of the things that plays into this, right? The Rams. So there's three teams right now that have top five NFL draft picks that have traded away their picks for next year, thinking that they were going to be good teams. You would never trade a top five pick in the NFL, you know, if you thought that's where your team would be. But we got uh, Detroit has the Rams pick. All right. So Detroit right now, five and seven, looking really frisky. Number three overall pick via the Rams. So the Rams basically just kind of really paying the toll for, for uh, that Super Bowl run. Seattle has Denver's pick at number four. Utter disaster with Russell Wilson in the contract. That's the most depressing sports fan life. It's right hard now. to watch. It's hard to watch. It's not fun at all. Russell Wilson oh, no. is, you know, very quirky, uh, to say the least, personality. I don't get that's the a, vibe. That's that a very nice way of putting it. That's a very nice Yeah, way. like I, I think some people just say straight annoying, right? I mean... So that's, it's just like a depressing situation there. And they don't have a first round pick. I mean, at least when your team sucks, you're like, oh, but we have the number four pick. No, yeah, they right. don't. Yeah. We uh, get the four pick. And then Philly oh, no, has New Orleans. that one away and the rest of our draft and next year's draft. For this guy that we can't stand. That. <laughs> we traded all that stuff away for this guy that we can't stand that sucks this year. Uh, and then Philly has New Orleans number five overall pick. So, I mean, this is, I mean, I've just never seen such chaos at the top of the draft like that. You know, Texans also have the Browns pick number 13. So we'll see where that ends up. But we could well, have as many, Texas like, may end up with the picks. number one and the 13, which could get, you know, let's see what they trade for that. Texans going to find ways to trade up for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> We're trading a third round pick and uh, Davis Mills to ourselves. Or for our own second round pick. And somebody's going to be like, what? Yeah, they're, they're just going to give like a third round pick away. You're like, whoops. Oh, crap. I didn't think that went through. I will yeah, say this about the Denver situation with Russell Wilson. We, you know, the media blows things out of proportion. And uh, one thing that happened was it was Russell Wilson's birthday. And they're like, oh, only 27 teammates came to his birthday. I haven't had 27 people at my birthday in my entire life. That sounds amazing. <laughs> they clearly yeah, don't hate I haven't man. had $250 million to throw a birthday party. Well, 27 is <laughs> a lot. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's the he still hasn't thrown more touchdown passes than he has bathrooms in his house. That's the prop bet. Quick break to hear a word from today's sponsor. 
Today's show is brought to you by Curtis's Squeaky Fans. Curtis's Squeaky Fans are a multitasking miracle machine of modern engineering. What do these fans do, you might ask? Well, are you lonely? They talk to you with squeaks. Are you bored? Well, then spend the afternoon trying to locate that really annoying squeak. Are you hot? They blow squeaky air all over you. Are you recording a podcast and you really want to infuriate your co-host? Just turn on your Curtis's squeaky fan and watch them slowly descend into madness. Why would you want to drive your friends, your coworkers, and yourself into a Gary Busey circa 1988 level of insanity? Because you're a sadist and the fan was on sale. When your co-host asks you about your Curtis's squeaky fan, always deny owning one. Never take ownership of one of these fans. They will try to take away your number one fan. Your friends will claim your number one fan is wrecking your podcast with the constant squeaking. But Curtis's squeaky fan is your number one fan, not theirs. They are treacherous schemers who are jealous that you have a fan and they don't. They know how These fans are really cool. They knew they were on sale and they didn't buy one. You did because you know a loyal fan when you see one. Never turn your fan off. Always deny the squeak is coming from your microphone and cherish that you have a real number one fan and nobody can take that from you. Check them out today. Curtis's squeaky fans. Sharpen your psychosis with Curtis's squeaky blade. These bets are so Bring on the bets. Necessary. Everybody go and grab your debit card. No NCAA this week. Oh, guys, what a what a bummer. I guess we'll have to go straight to the NFL. Yes, let's do it. All right, so we got four touchdown plus favorites. Chiefs minus nine and a half at Denver. Giants plus seven at home versus Philly. Bills minus nine at home versus the Jets and the Cowboys minus 16 and a half versus the Texans. I don't, I mean, I'm not betting the Texans. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Game of the week options. What are you most excited to watch? Dolphins, Chargers. Give you the nominees here. Dolphins, Chargers, Vikings, Lions, Jets, Bills, Buccaneers, 49ers. Well, surely Army's playing Navy somewhere or just like a (laughs) one-off, like a Shriner Memorial game. The University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio is playing UTSA. What's the line? It's six and a half. All right. We'll, we'll stop <laughs> torturing Joe. <laughs> I'm in for the home team there. Let's do it. Uh, game of the week. I didn't even know that they had a football team. <laughs> I, I know what I'm looking forward to, and it's it's the redemption. Uh, can Tua uh, get his stuff back together, get back in that MVP yeah. race at the Chargers? I think that's an awesome game of the week choice. I mean, yeah. the Dolphins got dismantled, embarrassed. 49ers. I mean, Dolphins had the perfect start last week. 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, 75-yard touchdown. Then Jimmy G gets hurt. I mean, it's like could not have started better, and they still lose 33-17. I mean, you know, they still get crushed. So, man. It's, yeah, it's, I kinda, I wanna, I, so, I kind of want to see the flip side of that. I want to see Bucks niners That's my That's, that's my a good game. one. Yeah. Because man, the Bucks just keep pulling these games out, man. Like, yeah, this is their I mean, second straight—not second straight, but second like their last three games. T- like they're down by six, and they have to score a touchdown. They do with yeah. like less than a minute remaining. I mean, I, so- I really, I really want to see that one. Um, I think this. I think Bosa might show out in in this game. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting game. And the Bucks have a good defense. They have a good run defense. So. 
they're going to pose some problems for the 49ers. Yeah, it very that's it. And obviously, just how's Purdy look? To me, I mentioned it before that that's like storyline biggest takeaway for the season long is yeah. the Niners not having, you know, hey. having a question mark at QB. Hey, hey, they have Josh Johnson. It's their backup. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm really glad that he's still <laughs> still getting signed. Yeah. Well, the Niners were what five or six in a row wins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is it's a huge storyline. Uh, and freaking okay, let's touch on Tom Brady. No here, points in the second. No, half. let's oh, not touch on Tom Brady. Just ever. just so devastating watching this guy, and it just they, you never bet against him. He always does this to you. I had a little piece of the Raiders, and and you know, and just on the money line, and you're like, they're up by thirteen with three minutes left. There's no way this is happening. And you know, whatever he does it. Um, does it to you again. He's losing his shit, you know, to his coach. He's yelling on the sidelines, but he still finds a way to get that last minute touchdown drive to, you know, make my poor Falcons bet even worse than it already was looking. <laughs> uh, well, it, but if the Bucks had lost that game, that Falcons bet is, it's like even money all of a <laughs> right, sudden. Right? No, that's that's how, how, yeah. That Falcons bet is still in play. The saints went from it. 25% to make the playoffs to like 3% chance to make the playoffs yeah. with that, like with a win or a loss, like a win it was, was really, it was going to be great. Right. A three, basically a three-way tie in that terrible yeah. division. And as Ezra roots for chaos, that would have been ultimate chaos yeah. in that division. All right. Quick game before we take, before we, uh, before we pick the Oufu of the week here, I want to do a quick game, right? So let's just draft who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. we got six main contenders, in my opinion, right now. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. To me, that's clear six. We'll also throw the field in there if one of you wants to take the field instead of those teams. All right? So let's just do this. Ezra, you get first pick. I'll go second. Curtis, go third and fourth. We'll do, we get two picks each. Just want to see, like, who do we think is basically the most likely to win the Super Bowl? Little strategy here, too. You could go AFC and an NFC team, you know, kind of show off. You pick the exact Super Bowl matchup, ultimate bragging rights, if you want to try that. Or you go safer bet, take two NFC teams, more likely that one of those goes through. I'm going to start with Cowboys. Stealing <laughs> off it. the board. <laughs> Dang, what, why that over over the Bills, over the Chiefs? Over yeah, the- yeah, over the Bills, over the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs showed that they were very susceptible to a hard interior def- defense. The Cowboys have probably the best defensive line and interior linebackers. Give me the Cowboys. All right, I'm going to go Eagles, not because I think they should be favored over the Bills or the Chiefs, but because and the Bengals, but up Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, I don't have a strong lean on that. Eagles, I know are going to be not no, but are really lined up to be the number one seed. So I, I'll basically just taking that and I'll take whatever AFC team comes back to me. Right. <laughs> you guys are just going to leave me, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> and after that, give me those Bengals. Okay, I was I was wondering. Oh, yeah, I Curtis that, does get the back to back on that one. That's a salty move right there. Yeah, Chiefs Bengals might be like the right best there. two picks, but I'm going Bills, man. I I think uh, I I might have gone Bills over Bengals right there. I think if I were you. Okay, well, I grew up in the Bay. Got to go Niners. Right, Fuck the field. Some right, so massive, got Cowboys Niners. Massive disrespect to those Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, the Dolphins would be the other Dolphins, Buccaneers, maybe Ravens. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, you no. get you get like all four of those semi contenders or the Niners. 
They give me give me the Niners. All right. I think I think Shanahan figures out a way to use CMC and Debo in the backfield at the same time over these next couple of weeks, and it's going to be really hard for people to contend with. You could see a lot of CMC at quarterback. That would be that would be kind of fun. Two or three, two or three thousand. Well, don't forget, Debo has a one hundred and fifty-eight point three passer rating in, in his career. <laughs> it might come to that for them. <laughs> I, 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 I'm in on that as a very important game to watch this week, yeah. just to see how it portends. All right, let's go over under here. So, Buckers of Buccaneers at 49ers over thirty-seven. Ravens at Steelers over thirty-seven. Give me one of these two games, Ezra. Which one do you want? I'll take the other one. Um, I I would go well. My thirty seven is not a lot of. My pick is Baltimore, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Right, so I think both of those games go over. I think the Niners. I think the Niners show up more on offense than what people are expecting. Twenty one seventeen is over. I mean, that's not that crazy. Yeah, thirty seven is a really low number, right? That's a really low number in the NFL. Yeah, but the the. Bucks this year are bottom five in scoring offense. So yeah, they do suck. Um, they do. Yeah, they, but it's they do Tom suck. Brady. It's Tom Brady coming home to audition for a team that doesn't have a quarterback. <laughs> I mean, it'd be really cool if he could be traded right now. Too. Ooh, I just thought of something, guys. 49ers need a quarterback. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I was wondering that earlier. I mean, <laughs> you know, Josh Johnson versus Colin Kaepernick. That's the yeah, Brady's on a one-year deal. He's yeah, Brady. He's, Brady coming he back. Grew to the up in the, he grew up in the Bay. He said yeah. he wants to play two more years. He yeah. can play for the Niners. Joe Montana was his hero growing up. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. All yeah. right, Buccaneers four Niners. I'll go over thirty-seven. Got Baltimore Pittsburgh over thirty-seven. I like that too. Curtis, you want to take us somewhere else? Uh, on my over Miami uh, at the the Chargers over fifty-two. I see. Absolute fireworks in this game. Uh, Miami's a top five scoring team. The Chargers are right in the middle of the pack, but in the past three weeks, they've been uh, ratcheting it up with uh, with them getting a little more healthy and uh, getting some pieces back. Ever since Keenan Allen's come back, the offense is looking more like their old self. Uh, So I think they actually have this, you know, a 52 is a high line, but I I see it easily going over. So I like all three of these games that we chose. Ezra and I went for the, the, Low hurdle, 37. Like, okay, I think they can get over that. Curtis is like, give me the tallest fucking hurdle you got in the bar, <laughs> hey, man. I am jumping I, this thing. I am jumping root, this thing. Root, root for the, like uh, the chaos, right? You know, that's yeah. uh, what do you want to see? You want to see someone barely squeak over 37? Or do you no, want to see no. someone blow past 52? <laughs> yeah, I want to see a 38-35 game. Let's there bring it. <laughs> All right, Curtis, hit us with your under. Uh, Houston at Dallas. Houston cannot score. Dallas will not beat them 45 to nothing. Therefore, <laughs> give me the under. I, I don't know if you heard this, but Davis Mills is back at starting QB. So I does that change your does that I mean let's let's life? be honest. The that game uh resembled the old uh the adage of like what if a college team played a pro team? Which it, one? The Texans? Houston, the- yeah, Houston's uh, Cleveland at Houston last weekend. It was just an embarrassment. It was Alabama going yeah. against uh, yeah. the Cleveland Browns. Okay, yeah, I like that, your I like your premise. One, I mean, people are going to watch that game to watch that game, but you, nobody wants to watch that game. I'm but I'm with you on that. Under they're basically locked into the one one, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, they're, they're the Bears and them are the only two teams that are mathematically eliminated right now. And I think the Bears have two more wins than they do. They yep. do. It's three yeah. versus one. Well, they have one and a half wins. Yeah, one and a half wins. They have a tie. Yeah. Don't forget the tie. So, they, tie. they got one and a half games on the Bears. They're one ten and one. Yeah, they're, <laughs> and, they're locked in. They're locked in. Yeah. They, <laughs> and their schedule's not pretty. It's going to get ugly real fast. So, Houston uh, – yeah, that 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 under that under is very solid. The only problem that I have with that is that Dallas may want to run up the score. They, they Dallas, scored, okay, Dallas scored what fifty something, fifty four points against Indy, thirty three points in the fourth quarter. They were minutes. trying to run clock, and Indy is that bad. Yeah, the the way the over hits is two Trayvon Diggs interception returns for touchdowns or something yeah. uh or, or michael parsons strip sack which tony is all in, nice yeah. little tony pollard like fucking seven yeah, yard the, run the texans are so bad the cowboys are like running back kickoffs <laughs> you I, know, to I, start the second half i'll yeah. say this about you know you just said michael parsons strip sack michael parsons is all about that hardware the guy cares deeply about winning uh, defensive MVP or MVP, or okay. he, oh, he and he's, uh, and he's trailing Bosa right now in a lot of the stats. He, he is, but uh, he he definitely uh, he keeps he keeps one eye on those uh, scoreboards for yeah. sure. Yeah. All so, right, so the, I want to go. Broncos are eleven and one. The unders this year, eleven and one. That can't possibly continue, right? I don't care. <laughs> eleven. Let's go twelve and one. Under forty three and a half with the Chiefs. I mean, the Broncos scoring 17 points would feel like a miracle and I, their defense is still pretty good. So I'll take the under yeah. 43 and a half. Also they actually, like the they actually have number three. Under 45. No, I would go chiefs Broncos on that one. They have the number, the Broncos have the number three scoring defense out there, right? They're allowing 17 points a game. The chiefs only need to win the game. They don't have to do a lot more. They pretty much have that division locked up. So I wouldn't, I would stay Chiefs Broncos 43 and a half. That gives that's a 24 17 game at most. You're done. Walk away. Yeah. 28 13, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I also like Eagles Giants under 45. It's only their first divisional matchup. So those tend to be a little more high scoring, but it's on the road at the Giants. Eagles just had a huge uh, week. I don't know. The Eagles look locked in like oh, Jalen Hurts to me. I mean, MVP, like I know it's probably Mahomes' award this year, but he's I, been, don't, he's I, been, I, I, I don't. I hope, think I, I think Hurts if if they can go like fifteen and two, that's a, that's he, he seems like week. he's gonna earn it. He's yeah. been so consistent, is what's striking. Yeah, yeah. I think that's he, our. He's good every single week. Yeah. He's just always good. He, he's like constantly improving. It's it's crazy to watch. Uh, okay, Ezra, hit us with your under. Give me the Raiders and the Rams. <laughs> There's an NFL Yeah, it's going to be a home game for the Raiders in Los Angeles. The Rams <laughs> suck. They're terrible. They literally picked up Baker Mayfield as an option at quarterback who may actually play this game. Oh, man. No, he won't play this week, will he? They go Christian McCaffrey with it. He plays like 20 snaps. Yeah, he may play. This you think game Baker's too. studying the iPad the way McCaffrey was on the plane? No, I think Baker's recording another progressive commercial and jerking <laughs> off in the corner. He's legitimately good at those. So uh, I yeah, applaud. I get 44 and a half on this game. 
just give me the Raiders to run it up to like 28 nothing at halftime and everybody cruises and they go away. So when the Raiders went like 0-4, I was like, I'm not talking about the Raiders again <laughs> until they're at least close to 500. They're 5-7 and they, now. So They've won right. three in a row, baby. Raiders are unbanned <laughs> from the podcast. Right. They won three in a row, uh, which I'm happy to see. I, you know, I want Derek Carr to be solid, and Josh Jacobs has been an awesome story, but they're still 5-7. and seven. I, You know, it, it's hard to get excited. All right, Curtis, let's go to favorites. Who do you like favorites this week? Cincinnati. Minus six versus Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cleveland didn't uh, – wait, they scored one offensive touchdown, correct, uh, last week versus the worst team in the NFL, Houston. Uh, they look discombobulated. Uh, I'm not a fan of Deshaun Watson after not playing for two years coming in. He looks rusty as hell. Uh, Cincinnati is as dialed in as any team in the league. I think it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. And, if and these, two, watch, these teams if- hate each other. So if you watch, yeah. So if you watch their post game, like, you know, they always do the little post game recording of the coaches handing out game balls. And they say, next week we have Cleveland. And everybody said, we're going to fucking destroy them. Also, the revenge factor. The Browns <laughs> did beat them early when they were beat up and, you yep. know, not as good as they are now. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, they, uh, minus, yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. You could probably put that at Cleveland minus 16. And I probably still take that. Back. <laughs> uh, oh, so that I like this game too. Bengals minus six. It seems like a good bet, but I'll change it up here. I'll go Miami minus three at the chargers in a get right game. Chargers most banged up team in the league. Miami off week against San Francisco. Got to think they refocus, you know, San Francisco's defense is just special and elite, and they're shutting teams down in the second half, unprecedented. So Miami's still top five offense in the league. I think minus three doesn't scare me. Chargers don't have a real home field advantage. That's no, no, yeah, that's there's no home field advantage at SoFi. I feel like if it was in Miami, it'd be like four and a half, right? Something like that. So, all right, Ezra, you like a blowout this week? Yep, I think the Texans have entered the Colorado zone. There's not a big enough line. There's you could really use Deion Sanders big... in the backfield. Yeah, so I'm going Cowboys minus 16 and a half. <laughs> Such a big line. <laughs> it's These a are... massive line. It's so many points. And you know me, I don't like anything over nine and a half. The minute you get over nine and a half in the NFL, I'm like, the NFL is going to NFL. Yeah. But I think the Texans have entered the Colorado zone. Where there's the Texans line. cannot score the ball. So – this is safe. Yeah, it, it, there's there's just no there's no line big enough for me to say the Texans are going to cover. This looks like thirty four to three, twenty seven six. I got. I have a well. This is why I don't like the under pick on it. I think it might be forty seven to nothing. Like <laughs> that would go over. That would be such a maddening over. <laughs> <laughs> all right rounding up rounding up Oufu. ezra tell us your underdog that you like i like tampa plus yeah. three and a half when you say it out loud you're getting brady in the points against brock purdy it's at three and a half give me that hook you know it's tommy coming home he's i think he's gonna want something to prove there's gonna be a lot of brady fans in that building it's especially a game where we like the under too right so yeah. three and a half is kind of, I mean, it's not huge, but it, it's, yeah, you know, it's, anything more than three, 
on well, an under game. Yeah, we like the over, but it's only 37. So yeah. if Vegas is only projecting 37 oh. points, oh, okay. even if it goes over 20 to 17 here, you know, sort of the projected score, give or take a half yeah. point. So I like the hook. Yeah, I like it's that half point hook right there. So I got a feeling this yeah. line might move. It, like this is one of those you got to grab the bet now. Like Curtis mentioned, just just wonder if Tampa Bay can put any points on the board, you know, against the Niners defense. You know, they're one of the lowest scoring offenses, right? I mean, it, but every week it just feels I, like they're going to figure I it out. The announcers are always like, is this the week that it clicks for Brady and Godwin and Godwin's getting healthier? Everyone's like trying to make it happen. And it's, yeah. So it let's, stay on, let's stay on the West Coast, Joe. Where, where are you heading? Right, so I do not like the Raiders. I, uh, I like the Rams. <laughs> I like the way the Rams played against the Seahawks last week. I'll take six and a half here against Rams. I'm very interested. Six and a half. I want to see how this shakes out during the week, but Rams six and a half at home Thursday night football. I don't know. You know, just feels like they could put in a good effort. Counterside is Josh Jacobs runs wild. Uh, it's 21 to seven after the first quarter. <laughs> You're just ripping up your ticket right away. So I'll go Vikings at Lions plus two and a half. Okay. I think the Lions. That would be a fun story if they win. That's great that they're favorites back-to-back weeks, but I'll go Vikings at Lions plus two and a half as my underdog of the week. So you like the Rams plus six and a half, but you're going Vikings. Uh, Vikings. I kind of like the Rams, but it just scares me that the Josh Jacobs factor. It's a little weird the Vikings are getting points here. Don't we agree? Yeah, it's a, it's a little strange. They're, <laughs> I mean, they're 10 and two. I mean, the Lions I know have been frisky, but. Yeah, I, I, mean, just, I know the Vikings are more Vikings like an eight and four team that you know they're more like eight and four, seven and five. It's a but... trap, it's a trap. <laughs> it just does look a little like I basically I think either of these teams can win, so just give me the points. And the, you know, yeah, that's got all the read of a, a one point win. The Vikings are perfect in one score games this year, that will not continue, <laughs> you know, on and on and on. But you know, they're at least good in close games. All right, I'm taking the Jets, getting nine and a half. And this is this is scary. At Buffalo. At, at Buffalo, right? I think the Jets are packing tire irons to the 50-yard line, and this is going to yep. be a hell of a, a beat-each-other-up kind of game. Uh, two, two great rivalry teams here. Um, you know, the uh, Buffalo is – Buffalo's good. They're still good, but they can be beat, and they've proven it. And um, nine and a half's a lot. So, I think uh, – I think the Jets have a lot of swagger right now, and um, give me the points. Sauce Gardner, defensive. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I like that nine and a half. I like that nine and a half. Okay, so what's the context here? The Bills just annihilated the Patriots on Thursday Night Football. So the Bills, the 10 days Patriots rest. Quarterback they basically looked really down. good against the Patriots. Can they do that? Well, that this is Nine and a half is basically saying they're going to do that same exact thing to the Jets as they did to the Patriots. And the answer is yes, they can. But yeah. me but. look, <laughs> but but then they're like, but Mike White is staring me with those dreamy eyes, and the brain of Mike White, the arm of Mike White, the intelligence of Mike hey, White. He's the, still the threw for three hundred hips of Mike yards, White, right? He still threw for three sixty. Yeah, like they, they have a legitimate offense. There's no reason to doubt them against Buffalo. So I'm loving the Mike White story. Geno Smith, my favorite story of the year in the NFL. Mike, I'm loving the Mike White story, though. He had a laser on fourth and 10 with the game on the line. To, oh, that was you know, 
Yes, it was a laser to get there, and it was a great catch. And then he threw the ball, like could have scored that touchdown. He also missed a couple throws, so it's up and down. The ride is up and down. I mean, he definitely missed a couple throws, missed a deep shot that could have sealed the game. But, you know, he's spicy, so he could make things happen. It's just a little bit like if you think the Bills are going to go like that Patriots or if they'll have a let-up week a little bit. It just feels like the Jets get the ball first. They go down, they score, it's 7-0. You know, <laughs> you're feeling good about that that line at that point. Garrett that's, Wilson. That's, that's nine, what I'm nine and a half, Nine and a half in that game in Buffalo in December. You know, eh, yeah, yeah, I think it's I'll the smart that nine and a half. Rooting for I, a snowstorm, people. Yep, yep. <laughs> that, that then the money would pile in on the under and the Jets for sure. <laughs> All right, let's go some long shots. Things that might happen, but we're not really expecting them to happen. But we want them to happen. It would be freaking sweet if they did. Ezra, give us your parlay. Okay, this is the all over the place with two games in the same place parlay. Um, I, I dug back out if two games have ever been played in the same stadium on the same NFL week, and they have not. But the and the Chargers both oh. teams this. So we got a little so, Thursday Sunday action with the yeah, stadium. It's Sunday night, so we're going. Okay, we're going Raiders over Rams money line, Chargers. Miami money line, then Minnesota Detroit money line, and then I'll take Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Give me the two and a half points. That's the questionable game. It's also the hedge game. All of those together is 14 to one. So four games, four game parlay, 14 to one. Three money lines, one point line. Raiders, Vikings, Clippers. And Baltimore, but you want the two and a half. Um, Not the Clippers. I, I really hope the Clippers don't play football. <laughs> the, Clip, the Clippers would get killed. <laughs> they, they would get annihilated. It would be pretty sweet to see Paul George. They, they don't even yeah. have Paul George or Kawhi back yet. Yeah, that's the problem. The injury report would be too long. Yeah, it's, it's not right, right. The bet is Raiders, Minnesota, Chargers, Baltimore with the points. I still feel like okay. That's what you're saying. That you want you don't you won't. I can't talk you into the Baltimore money line. No, no. I I have two and a half points. That's nothing. If they're gonna win, they're gonna win. <laughs> it's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Then you got a fourteen uh, money line. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Like I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, give me the two and a half points on that one. So it it, it brings the line down, but I'm taking the fourteen to one on that parlay. All right, reasonable enough. All right, give me the backup QBs money line parlay. All right, going Rams plus two two thirty five versus Raiders. They're at home on Thursday night plus two thirty five. Plus, I like scheduling these parlays to go kind of one at a time. You can build the excitement. So, give me the Rams plus two thirty five. Panthers plus one seventy. Sam Darnold leading the way. DJ Moore maybe still relevant this year. And Ravens plus twenty twenty five at Steelers. Hunley I think can score some points. They can get it done. So give me the backup QBs parlay. We'll see how this goes. Rams, Panthers, Ravens. Man, what does that what is, one tie? What, what does, does that, that one pay? 1977 plus. 20 to so, 1. 20, 20 to, to 1. 1. Okay. 20 to 1. So it could be fun. If the Rams win, I mean, then the party started, right? And the Rams win. That's, that's where it all starts. And, and yeah, the, yeah. If the Rams win that game, then yeah, then you're. In the weirdness. That's, that's when you're like. All right. We're watching the Panthers game. So we've been playing money lines. 
a lot. The Panthers a lot. is on the big TV. All right, go. Sorry, Kurt. a lot of money lines, a lot of money line parlays. We've hit quite a few this year. They got devastated last weekend. Every money line lost. I think it was <laughs> it, it was just atrocious. So I, I did uh, the same thing where I picked the Thursday night underdog, which was the Patriots last week. That did not work. Yeah, no, we, really, we got, we got really bad. But you knew right away. So I, it was there was a piece about it. Just just wrecked everything. I was ripping that up second quarter. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. How would I? Because <laughs> the Bills so stupid. So, okay. So back to basics here. Uh, one thing that I do like, Cincinnati plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're the hottest team in football right now. Uh, why not? Plus 1,000, 10 to 1 on your money. Joe Burrow, let's party. Uh, okay. My parlay. Three favorites. Keeping it simple. Cincinnati minus 6 versus Cleveland. Seattle minus three and a half versus Carolina and the Las Vegas Raiders minus six and a half versus the Los Angeles Rams. Those three together, classic, simple plus 600. I'm not trying to trick anybody. I'm not trying to do anything fancy. I got my nose rubbed in it last weekend. Let's keep it simple. Three teams. I like all favorites, a nice, simple three team parlay. Yeah, that that's, that's the, that's the, I got to frisky parlay right there. So here's you'll know on Thursday. You got the Rams will, with six and yep. a half. We'll both right. know one of our parlays will be in the water and one will be rocking the boat. As we're gonna start off, crystal ball. What do you think? What are you looking forward to? I've been waiting to torture you with this. College bowl season is here. <laughs> oh, good. I was hoping you guys would bring up college football again. Yeah. So, predicting the winners of both the FCS and the FBS, since we can't call them D1 and D2 anymore, it's a plus 550 bet if you hit Sacramento State oh. <laughs> and okay. Georgia. I like this. This is fun. This this is interesting. <laughs> I, yeah, this is new ground. We, we have never talked about FCS. This is great. No. Yeah, I, okay. I, I'm in on FCS. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, so this yeah. is what started me down the rabbit hole was, do you know what the Sacramento State mascot is? No. It's the Hornets. Okay. Okay. So what does that Sacra- mean? I've lived you should have done, yeah, done multiple choice. Do you think it's the Hornets, the Bumblebees? Yeah, I, I've, the li- I've lived in Sacramento. They're not known for Hornets. I don't understand why they're the Hornets. I feel like they Scorpions. Don't, they don't have jazz in Utah either. Yeah, right. But their first <laughs> I feel like Scorpions game, was a miss. Yeah. Sacramento's first game is against the University of Incarnate Word in San Antonio. Okay. So I'm What's taking Sacramento State to, to run who, through who's, the, yeah, who's their mascot? Yeah. The tasteless crackers? Probably, right? <laughs> and then give me Georgia. It's 550. The Red Cardinal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's a, a great bet. I You have to have something to carry you through this little stretch where we have nothing on Saturdays. So you have to find a Saturday game to wager on. And if I have to bet on a university I didn't even know existed, I'm going to do it. Give me gotta, Sacramento State. <laughs> I got to apologize to all the Incarnate Word fans out there. It's not the Red Cardinal. It's Red the Cardinal. 
Red the Cardinal. Red the Cardinal. It's guarantee- not the Red Cardinal. It's Red the Cardinal. So I, red, I guess Red probably, is the best I guarantee yeah. you they probably lost a lawsuit to Stanford that go by the Cardinal. It's the band is called Portugal the Man. <laughs> Period. After the Portugal. All right. Give me World Cup. I want to see Netherlands, Argentina. Can Messi set up a South American grudge match with Brazil? I It's really fascinating that both these teams just happen to be on the same side of the bracket. It seems like they've had this collision course set up since the beginning. But I actually think Netherlands has looked a little saltier than Argentina. So I'm rooting for Messi. I would love to see him get the World Cup. That's the team I tend to root for. Also love those light blue uniforms. Can't stay away from those. They're hypnotic. But Netherlands, two to one. I'll go a little uh, perhaps public perception upset. But I think the betting line is, is basically even up. So give me Netherlands, two to one. Morocco stuns Portugal. England beats France. There's no way. There is no way Morocco stuns Portugal. Morocco's like plus 550. Yeah. <laughs> plus 550. Portugal did you, looks did pretty you good. Watch that Portugal game? Goals. Looks pretty good. Scoring six goals. Portugal uh, was running plays to toy with the other team. Like they were. Yeah. No, we have Portugal in our uh, in our pod yeah. bracket for the World yeah. Cup. So you know, well, and and if you I, I actually think Portugal Brazil would be a, a sweet World Cup final. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. think fix is in on that Netherlands Brazil matchup, you mean Netherlands Argentina? N- yeah, Netherlands to Argentina. get. You're saying to get Argentina? I mean, we'll just yeah. see. Argentina has not played their best game yet of the tournament. They've looked. Yeah. They've just had moments, but then they have these moments of lackadaisicalness. Uh, and they just yeah. get a little lost sometimes. Yeah, so. I, I, I mean, I love watching it. They just like, got to put the whole thing together and they can. And they, you, you, you know me, I root for the chaos. Give me Netherlands coming through, you know, Portugal destroying everybody. England, France is quite the matchup. I mean, these are just yeah. four kick ass games. Brazil, Croatia is the one we didn't mention. Really cool quarterfinal. And yeah. I'm already getting a little withdrawals. I mean, we're going two straight days without World Cup games. It feels feels a little weird. Yeah, we should have done a special drop yesterday. Right. Well, this is it. This is a special drop right here. <laughs> You're doing it. You're doing it, bud. It's <laughs> all you get right now. It's all the soccer so, you get. Rooting for Argentina, but uh, man, Netherlands just has opportunistic offense, and their goalie six eight. Their defensive backs are like six five. They're just massive as a team. So yeah, no, I mean, cool clash he, of styles. He, he I'm really looking forward to that. Stand, he doesn't even have to stand up all the way to reach the top of the crossbar. <laughs> he just like reaches to the side. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. U.S. team, good run, uh, good run. I was pretty yeah, no, satisfied. I mean, uh, you know, they played fairly well against Netherlands. So that was pretty much all we could expect. So yeah, I think making it to the knockout round was cool. So I thought yeah, it was cool. It's going to be a really fun weekend of football though. Curtis football hit us soccer. with your yeah, crystal soccer. ball. So uh, this weekend had a lot of, uh, in the NFL had a lot of implications for the, uh, the, the quarterback carousel, the MVP race. Um, I'm picturing the quarterbacks in the NFL like a stock ticker, right? Are they going up? Are they going down? So uh, the ones that were right there for the, you know, the top prize MVP or who's going to have the best season. So Tua, Tua goes down, uh, Patrick goes down, Burrow goes way up, Allen's a little banged up, maybe he stayed even, Hurt shot way up to where even Joe was questioning if he was the leader. I think he's the leader, no doubt, for the MVP race. Um, and then you got the the wild cards of the Canada defensive player win MVP. Uh, I feel like with a thick field of quarterbacks like we have this year, there is a chance for a Nick Bosa, a Sauce Gardner, or a Michael Parsons to squeak through. Uh, and Vegas is reflecting those lines as well. 
So I'm, I'm looking at, uh, can a guy like Nick Bosa, can a guy like Michael Parsons get 21, 22 sacks on the year and, uh, get into the mix and, uh, just make this thing exciting going down to the end. Um, I enjoy it. I've and I got a few prop bets on it. So uh let's go. Let's go defensive players. Tyree Kill 80 to 1 if you're looking 80, for that. 80 to 1. Wide receiver long shot. Mahomes yeah. plus 120, Hurts plus 150. So basically tied. Not a lot of value on either right now. So it's pretty interesting though. It was Mahomes and Hurts really he's like he's like on the bumper. You know, if this was like a NASCAR race, <laughs> you know, Hurts is like on the bumper like he's drafting. He's like, "Yeah, man, you take all the pressure. I'm just going to keep winning games, and we'll see how this goes. Burrow, 8-1. to one. Uh, You probably won't get there this year, but, man. He looks good, man. He, he looks, looks good. good. And then Allen could come. Allen could just go crazy for the last few weeks. We, and he's 12-1. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that seems like the best bet, Allen, 12-1. to one. Yeah. If, if they run it off, I mean, they could just be the one seed. And that was kind of the pick three weeks ago. So these things, just like the MVP for NBA, kind of like if you're if you're the MVP at month one, it's pretty rare that you're the MVP at the end of month four. You know, they, it's just, there's just wins to shift. Yeah. And you got, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes going to Denver. That's a tough defense. What if he looks like crap? They barely pull a squeaker out of there. He goes down further. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's a fun little carousel to watch. And that's our show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you. And until we speak again, stay tuned. Stay tuned next week when we talk about inner monologues louder than your squeaky ceiling fans. Not that you want it.